What's up, guys? This is Manuel. This is Phoenix. And this is Full Drop Podcast. As always, we want to thank those who listened to our last episode, which was the Vice episode. Um, it went really well. Um, we got a lot of positive feedback. It was. It's always, you know, um, really, really nice uh, chopping it up with the guys at Vice. Super humble guys. Super nice. Um, yeah, overall, the vibe over there that, that we had with them and, you know, going to uh, turn out their pizza and stuff, is it's really... It was a really dope experience. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I really, uh, first of all, yeah, huge shout out to the guys of Vice, you know, Tony, Peter, and D, you know, just like I've said, we said on like our videos and like all that stuff, just the hospitality, they took, a, you know, a day out of their, you know, busy schedule and everything to just basically shoot a whole bunch of content and kick it all day. And uh, yeah, the podcast was really dope. I My favorite part about the podcast was um, one, how we set it up. It was our first road episode. Yeah. It was very interesting to get everything set up and everything, and just like cool to see like we brought all of our stuff and like go set it up at a different place. That was really, I mean, like we recorded the intro yeah. and the outro at a Casey's and a fucking like over in Williamsburg. Like that's sick. In my car. We were yeah, just filming in the car, bro. <laughs> like anything, you know, whatever it takes. Like, uh, but no, the actual episode, I really liked the part when, uh, they told the story about the Nike story. Like mm-hmm. I, I've heard it, you know, definitely before, but like, it's just dope to hear. And I've actually never yeah. heard it. I just, like, I heard a little bit like mm-hmm. of the backstory of like that they acquired it, yeah. but I never heard the actual backstory of how, you know, this, this was an, uh, ex Nike employee. Yeah. And like he's been with the company when it was named uh, Blue Ribbon Sports, yeah, right? Just crazy. It's, it's just yeah, craziest story. Like it's just it's just nuts. But yeah, definitely shout out to them. And like yeah, definitely a, a big episode and a definitely something probably one of my favorites so far. You know we're uh, you know this is the what twelfth episode, so you know eleven episodes in, and definitely one of the top ones so far. Um, kind of getting into one thing I did want to mention that you know we definitely want to mention. Um, so two weeks ago or was it last week I can't remember um, I believe it was two last. weeks ago. yeah two weeks yeah, ago so we did two okay so two weeks ago we dropped full drop TV on YouTube um, it's our channel uh, you know we have so many you know different things of great content on there um, you know I have uh, Rise Again Vintage the show so it's gonna be everything you know vintage clothing uh, first video that we uh, dropped for the vintage one was the collection video part one I should say the collection video with Tony um, showing his music collection everything like that that was definitely just such a dope video and um, then you dropped you know your behind the scenes video the first one you know doing the bread four release and everything and then we dropped uh, just last week uh, we dropped our first full drop bites episode so um, just want to you know kind of you know let you guys know that full drop tv is now you know live and we're gonna be coming out with consistent content for you guys and uh, definitely really dope videos uh, you know, even this week, there's some really, you know, dope videos. It's a big week for us on, uh, you know, Full Drop TV. And uh, eventually you guys will be able to see the visuals of the podcast on there as well. So that's something we're looking to doing um, and getting, you know, ready for you guys and everything. But yeah, check out Full Drop, you know, TV on YouTube. And I, I think, you know, besides the podcast, you know, getting into another thing with media and another thing with content, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, what do you think? I think it's definitely going to be a, a, it's a new experience for us both. Um, we didn't realize um, that there's so much work that has to get into it, but you know, if anybody knows us, we're not uh, we're not intimidated by that. Yeah. We love working hard, especially if it's something that we love doing. So, um, especially the first episode that we did with Vice, um, we I remember we got back into the car after everything. We were exhausted, but we both told ourselves like, "Hey, we would rather." Like this is a good exhaustion. If there's mm-hmm. anything, you know what I mean. Like you can work a nine to five, and then you're like oh, crap, like, I just got back from work, I don't feel like doing shit, I just want to lay on bed or whatever, but for us, we got back in the car, and we were exhausted, but, like, we're, like, we're glad we did this, you know what I mean? We're glad that 
today was a successful day. We got a lot of filming, a lot of, like I said, we shot a new episode in the podcast and all around it was like a good exhaustion for us. And that's what I love doing and that's something that, you know, I, I want to see us both do in the future for mm-hmm. a living. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, besides, you know, vintage and that's definitely a dream of mine, but like as far as media goes, that's something I've always wanted to do. Um, even like, you know, just had lunch with the homeboy Nick and he's, you know, he's a... Uh, you know, talking about like, you know, I remember when you wanted to do like sneaker YouTube and stuff like that. Like I've always wanted to be like on camera and doing something with that and, you know, just us doing things, man. It's going to be really fun to do. And I can't wait to see like just same thing with the podcast where we start and then how, you know, we excel going forward and everything. Um, speaking of the podcast, uh, it feels like it's been forever, yeah, but it, it really, really, it really, it really hasn't. Yeah. It's been like a week and a half, but like, uh, just to let you guys know, you know, we're still going to be consistently yeah. dropping, you know, podcasts, and everything for you guys. Um, you know, little, little shameless plug podcast is available on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, and the anchor app. Uh, but, uh, you know, definitely looking forward to like some of the next, you know, things we have going on with the podcast. You know, we have definitely really cool guests coming up, um, interviews, uh, we have one big thing that we have coming up is uh, Culture Shock DMI, July 27th at Valor Ballroom. We're going to be doing a you know really dope experience kind of video, but then also a podcast trying to interview people, um, just trying to get the whole kind of realm of the culture for you guys um, in audio and in video on Full Drop TV. But uh, that's one major thing with the podcast coming up. We're going to be, like I said, just more great interviews for you guys, trying to our main goal, like we said in the beginning, is trying to bring creatives locally um, within Iowa and things like that uh, to give them a light to you know shine and everything. So definitely stay tuned on uh, what we have to offer. Yep. Um, so we also wanted to talk about today's topic, and it's going to be history versus hype. Mm. So we're going to be talking about the history versus snake of sne- uh, uh, hype of sneakers, yeah. fashion, and music. Uh, as you guys know, that's the topics that we talk about here. We try and go a different direction and not just, you know, your normal boring questions that uh, a lot of, you know, I feel like uh, other maybe platforms or, you know, people that do uh, podcasts might get into. And just we always want to branch out and try and get uh, more behind the scenes. And actually, know, like you said, we, we're going to have uh, a special, more special guest yeah. uh, on the podcast. And I just want to get more deep into that and actually, you know, trying to figure the person out and, you know, just something more uh, intimate that, uh, you know, our followers and and whoever is listening to the podcast can know about us. So I want to get to the first um, topic, which is my favorite, of course, is uh, sneakers. Oh, yeah. So history versus hype. What makes a certain sneaker so iconic? I think, honestly, first of all, the shoe. I mean, that's that would help. Um, you know, having a certain colorway, like if you think right away, like Jordan one Chicago, you know, that's such an iconic colorway. It's such an iconic shoe. It's who wears the shoe. Um, you know, before we had all these artist collaborations and things like that, it was the athlete, you know, which athlete wore the shoe, um, you know, the athlete made it iconic and everything. But then the, the story behind, you know, either the release day, um, today in today's world or, you know, back in the day, like, you know, getting it and everything like that. Um, I think that definitely helps it make iconic. I think uh, kind of the, you know, with sneakers, it's grown to, it's massive today, you know what I mean? But like, uh, you know, a few years ago, even a little bit further before that, it was more of a cult following and things like people knew about it, but it made it so iconic because people love the shoes so much. Um, And like I said, the history on, you know, release days or things like that, like the staples, um, you know, the pigeon dunks, that has such an iconic, you know, history to it that people remember it right away and it makes it such an iconic shoe. So I think the history with a sneaker, 
um, and you know what happened on like either release day or what you know people's personal stories even that make it iconic for that person and definitely uh, helps that you know what I mean uh, yeah I, I totally agree with you I think also um, what can make a shoe uh, so iconic is um, say a, a, a shoe comes out and um, just like the Nike Air Max they provided something different in a sense where um, I'm talking about the newer release with mm-hmm. the with the actual you can actually like you know put your foot in and it and uh, yeah. the lace is actually formed uh, to you but for me it's just like I think that can make a shoe iconic is you know if it if it brings something new to the sneaker game that nobody has seen before like self-lacing shoes um, and also another thing is just basically the history so a shoe can look ugly no matter what but it has if it has the history behind it it can be iconic and for me I, I can't really think of a certain sneaker that um, that really to me would be ugly and it's iconic at the same time but I think that's something that does make a shoe iconic is one if it if it um, brings something new to the table um, as far as you know technology mm-hmm. and also like I said the history behind it so if it's an SB of course SB has so much history behind it so you know that makes a shoe iconic and another thing I also wanted to talk about is sorry about <laughs> but uh, is uh, what makes a sneaker hyped yeah I think uh, you know with hype in general it's like I said it's the following around it it's the supply and demand of the shoe definitely limited makes the shoe hype so much um, it no matter even what the shoe is there's been some really shitty shoes that have come out that uh, because it was so limited that it made it hyped made the resale value hyped and that's that's the other thing with it too like the resale value like if somebody you know first of all it starts at a you know the retail price but then it's limited so then people want it and people are willing to pay you know five six hundred dollars maybe even a thousand dollars for it so then it becomes hyped then it's like oh i don't have this shoe i need this shoe for this much and that person pays that much so then people are paying 1200 you know around there for it so then it keeps on going up and then you know that's one part that makes it hyped um i think t- in today's like you know with sneakers and everything you know there's a lot more hyped shoes um and there's a lot more weird hype shoes than there should be. But, like, I mean, it, there's a reason for everything, you know. There's a market, and people make the market. And that's, I feel like the market side of thing is um, definitely a major factor in what makes a shoe hyped, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with those points. I also think that um, right now we're in a weird kind of uh, phase. Um, I, don't, I don't exactly like it, but I feel like it happens for a reason. I think hype has really overkilled history. And the fact that, you know, kids, um, and I should say kids, but uh, I'm 19 myself, but um, I'm a, a lot younger than a lot of people right now in the game that are really doing it. Um, but I feel like, like I said, hype has really taken over, uh, took in history in a sense where a shoe can be, you know, like, like I said, Jordan 1 has so much history, but kids don't even know that. And I myself know that. I'm not saying I know everything, but I know the history behind it. But a lot of kids my age and even uh, older, um, the people that just got into the game, they're just like, oh, it's a Jordan one. Oh, didn't Travis Scott wear it? Mm. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and try and get some Jordan ones. Oh, I saw Kanye wearing the breads back in the day. Oh, snap! You know, like it's it, they only get into the hypeness or like make the shoe hype because a certain celebrity wore it, which like yeah. I, I think it's cool. I think we always have. I think everyone has a little bit of that in them, and you know, like if they saw Michael Jordan actually wear the shoe, and they're like, oh, when I was younger. Blah blah. I saw him wear that, but I feel like now it's that 
a time where people only like a certain shoe because a celebrity wears it. Mm. They don't necessarily like the shoe or the history that comes behind it. Yeah, definitely. I, I think you touched a point there where, um, you know, if they saw when they're older, like, you know, some of the OGs, like yeah. there's a, the nostalgic yeah. um, of, you know, having that Jordan 1 um, bread or having the, you know, white cement 3 and stuff like that. Like I saw, you know, Jordan dunk from, uh, you know, the free throw line. So I need the, you know, that pair and everything. Um, that's kind of like, you know the nostalgic touch of it the other thing that i notice is there's very much a disconnect with between an og sneakerhead this is just my personal opinion yeah. but like there's a very much disconnect between the og sneakerhead and today's um if you want to call them either like a hype beast you know sneakerhead or like what do you mean like, by og sneakerhead though just Explain. as in not even a certain age group or okay like basically they lived through the jordan era yeah. and then getting into you know around there like you know what i mean like yeah. when shoes first started you know the actual like before the retro yeah. like when they okay. first came out and stuff like that people have been in the game a long time you know what i mean like things like that versus people who have been doing it for you know maybe a couple of years they don't know the history of the yeah. shoe i feel like sometimes and like i know people you know what i mean like they'll see they'll sometimes like there's ogs that are really you know still loving and everything like that but then there's also you got your ogs that are like man, the quality is better back then, man, the, which, I mean, yeah, it was, but like, you know, they just keep on saying that they don't appreciate the new colorways and stuff like that because they live through what is the golden age in some people's eyes of, you know, sneakers and everything. So your question was, why is there such a disconnect? Yeah. What do you feel? I mean, why do you think there's such a disconnect between those kind of two? Because, um, times were different back then. And like I said, I'm only 19, mm -hmm. so I wasn't really, uh, I was really young when the, I was born in 99. Um, I was I wasn't you know I, I didn't know anything about that back then but looking back now and actually doing my research and you know uh, talking to a lot of people who are were in the game or still in the game uh, ever since you know like you said before retros um, I think there's a huge disconnect because times have changed yeah so like I said I don't think back then I, th I think there is a little bit back then of like you know people uh, liking the shoes because of a certain celebrity or like the like I said yeah, yeah or like you said with M Michael Jordan wearing it on the free throw line and everything but that's the reason they would like it. They wouldn't necessarily get, uh, like a shoe and wear a shoe only because a celebrity wore it or because, you know, everybody likes that certain shoe. Yeah. I feel like back then, at least, even though I wasn't really, uh, I was born, but I wasn't really, you know, of course, I wasn't at that age. I was like one or two yeah. um, around that age. But like I said, I just think it was, it's just different times. Uh, especially right now, there's, I see a lot of just like the same saturated stuff. Everybody's trying to be different, but when they try and be different they're just the same as any, any anybody else yeah um and especially like I, I've, I've spoken to so many people who um aren't in, in the game right now i got to speak a little bit to jc uh guadam uh kicks malik um what's it called i spoke a little bit to uh the homie from clientele the owner and it's just it's crazy because i feel like everybody is trying to be different but in the sense it's just being the same so i think that's why there's such a disconnect of how an OG sneakerhead can compare to, you know, a new era sneakerhead because times are so different. Mm. There wasn't that hypey shit. Which I should I shouldn't say hypey shit, but I feel like sometimes a lot is just, it is just shit. There's a lot of like a lot of foolery foolery going around mm. of you know just trying to flex or just getting into sneakers because everybody else is into sneakers right now. Yeah. Uh, trying to start selling sneakers and um, Bape Supreme whatever just because you see other people doing it and yeah. I. I I've had that problem before where I've had people tell me, oh, well, I want to sell sneakers too because just because I see that there's money involved and there's, um, you know, like I can make money off of it 
and they don't necessarily like the shoes and I, I absolutely don't like that I don't I don't want to knock anybody's hustle if they want to go for something go ahead and do it but I feel like that's why there's so much disconnect and that's why even for me I'm labeled as a reseller and there's a lot of people who say fuck resellers you know mm-hmm. like they're ruining the game but there's certain people that are ruining the game it's not necessarily um, all resellers are the same or, or um, all hype beasts yeah. are the same or whatever and that's, yeah that's definitely um, that's honestly the thing I hear the most from like yeah. your OG sneakerhead oh I buy my kicks and I wear my kicks and everything like that but you gotta think that there's also this new generation of people and no matter even older people that are into reselling but not in, <coughs> not into you know um, you know wearing the kicks they're into it as a business um, not as much as you know the hype or I mean not, not as much into the culture I should say, like, between the, you know, the culture of sneakers versus the hype of sneakers, is, and, you know, we talked about that in, you know, previous episodes, but there's just a, such a big, when you have an OG sneakerhead, they think that you wear your kicks, you don't sell your kicks ever, and everything like that, but if you want to get the new kicks, or if you're into getting the new sneakers, then why not sell your sneakers? Because that's what I used to do back when I was, like, really collecting and stuff, like, I'd still wear my kicks, but then I also I would sell my kicks to get myself new kicks. So yeah. then I wouldn't keep on spending money to get yeah. this. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, um, and then I don't knock the thirteen-year-old that you know just started out and doesn't really know too much about sneakers, but knows there's a market for it because that's a little entrepreneur that's yeah. ready to you know set exactly. the world on fire. And six years from now, be having a major company or something like that. Like. Everything that I see, and you can literally see it into today's uh, even events and everything, like sneaker events, you'll see the OG head with all like the retros and stuff like that. Um, Then you'll see the the young entrepreneur, like, you know, 14 year old, you know, a kid in high school or something like that, that's got all the Supreme on, but he's flipping all the Supreme and everything like that. Like there's, there's, you know, there's both. Like it's a, you can be a collector or you can be a person that's in the market. Like there's, there's no, I think there's always going to be that back and forth. Yeah, there will be of who you're going to be. And like I said, I don't want to knock anybody's hustle, but I always try and tell people, especially if they're trying to come to me and ask Mm -hmm. for advice of like, Hey, how can I go about selling Supreme or shoes? If you really love it, go for it. If you don't, I wouldn't recommend it just because there's so much, um, there's so much like obstacles you're going to face. Yeah. And if you're not ready for it, if you're not, uh, in love with it, you're not going to be able to, you know, like go get over those obstacles. And there's a good, um, <clears throat> interview that I loved, uh, always seeing about, uh, Steve jobs before he passed away. And they asked him like, how, why and how like he got started and everything. And, um, what advice would he give to those who are trying to start a business or even a company, whatever it might be? Um, it doesn't have to be, like I said, a, um, Apple products or yeah. whatever in technology. And he said, you have to really love it because there, every single day I feel like it's, is, is another obstacle. Mm-hmm. And if you don't love it enough, you're just going to give up easily. Definitely. So you certainly got to love it. And especially even with vintage, you, you know, and not every day can be a, a good day yeah. and not every, not every item is going to be a big flip. So I think that you definitely have to love it yeah. in order to, or you should get, love it in order to get into it. Sure, you know, going, and that's definitely something that, yeah, same thing, like love what you do. That's something we preach on here all the time. And uh, I, I think that's sometimes, yeah, like the disconnect of, you know, you have the collector that loves, you know, collecting, but then you have the reseller. Sometimes there's resellers like you that love what you do and everything, but you still love the sneakers and everything. Yeah. But then you also have resellers that just resell to flip it. Um, but speaking of reselling, one major shoe came out last Saturday, and def- let me let me let me get them real quick. Yeah, no problem. And you know, it's definitely a major shoe. Uh, it was something that 
you know, a lot of people have been hyped on and everything like that, but uh, I know that you're you're not like a big fan of it uh, from what, you know our conversations and everything. But the the Travis Scott ones came out. Uh, we're looking at them right now and everything. I know you've mentioned uh, a couple things, but let you know, let everybody know uh, what were you thinking on them. Um, I, I always try and be neutral um, when it comes to uh, sneaker release because I do cater to um, a lot of people. Um, so I always try and stay neutral about a certain shoe. Um, just personally, I had a lot of people pre-order through me. Um, just FYI, pairs still coming in. Um, and I don't know. I just I love pictures of them, seeing them and everything. But seeing them in hand is I, I agree. Quality is good. I love the box, you know, and then the wrapping paper. But for me, it's just doo doo. Honestly, <laughs> like it really is. It's not. And this is the same thing where I get with, with um, with we were, what we were just talking about hype versus history. I feel like people don't give a shit about the history and about the the Jordan One, the history that it holds. It's just about hype, and I see a lot of people um, spending thousands of dollars now for this shoe. Um, by the way, we were taking pre-orders for seven fifty. Um, <laughs> should have got it when it when when uh, we were taking pre-orders, but hey. <laughs> just a small plug there. But uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't care about the the history they just care that it's a travis scott one and he, not even that i feel like because like i said i don't think the shoe's doing anything different they put a backward swoosh they put you know uh, a little baggie that i think it's cheap um looking at it now in hand and it's just like i don't know it's it's not really doing it for me i feel like if i'm gonna spend a thousand dollars on a shoe it has to have some history behind it uh the actual colorway has to have some history behind it not just the model um and also it has to be something really different you I just like I, I feel like if the name Travis Scott wasn't behind his shoe, it would just be sitting on shelves, honestly. And uh, like I said, it's not doing anything for me. I, I love Travis Scott's music. I love like you know his style and everything, but I don't think this shoe is worth what it's going for. And um, it's just hype for me. What do you think about it? Yeah, I I mean I like the shoe. I like Travis Scott, you know, but uh, I think the thousand dollar resale that shot the hell up out of I mean it wasn't out of nowhere but like I just I wouldn't pay a thousand dollars for it but like if it's going for retail you know what I would like if I'm putting like a like yeah. a, you know what I mean like I'd probably pay like four to five for these you yeah know what I, I mean? could see I could see four to five would is reasonable yeah. at least in my opinion but once uh, you go up to you know a thousand like that's where it's going crazy like like you said like if Travis Scott wasn't on this shoe I could if say they release this as like a premium kind of like Jordan or whatever put it at 250 or something like that like I could see that because like the quality's good. I mean, look, you know, yeah. look at this weight, you know, uh, kind of material and the leather's good. Uh, it's not shattered backboard for any Jordan one lover <laughs> that everyone fucking asked that. But, oh yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely good quality though. I mean, the leather's plush and everything. But um, I thought it was gonna be like the you know like the old SB like just one stash pocket like a little yeah. small one, but like the full one. That's what I don't like. I, I feel like it'd be uncomfortable on the back heel there. Like it's not. You know, it's kind of cushioned, but not really. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. like that. Like, I, I, when I saw videos of it and, like, supposedly, like, you know, early looks, I thought that this was just, like, a small little pocket, yeah. but the whole the whole thing yeah. just, just like, uh, it just, like, breaks apart. It separates, and I don't like that yeah. at all. Um, I don't like this part up here, the higher up the with the black. I just feel like it'd be really, you know, it doesn't feel like it'd be really comfortable on your ankle. Um, and like I said, the quality is good. It's not bad. I love the box and everything, but I don't think people necessarily love this shoe because they love the way it looks. I think a lot of people are just buying it because it's hype right now, and if they have it on feet, they're cool. Yeah. And um, I, I honestly think that. I always try and stay neutral. 
um, about this stuff just because you know I, of course I cater to people and you and run a business yeah so I run a be business like, man these shoes suck yeah so like, I pre-order through no, me you know yeah I mean? like, pre-order through me even though these you know what I mean I can't yeah. really say that but me personally I would cop this shoe if it was um, you know like I said I, I would I would more than gladly pay for 50 500 maybe even 6 for these um, but I just I can't see myself paying a thousand dollars for a shoe that isn't any different than any other Jordan that's released except for the backwards swoosh um, there's a little stash box on it and then just the name Travis Scott yeah really that that's I think that's what it and is that's what it's going into and like we've mentioned the you know time and time is like um, the artist collabs are getting so big and I feel like if it's not a collab it ain't it ain't popping yeah. like you know what I mean but uh, yeah no I think I think it's a dope shoe would I pay a thousand no, no. Yeah, I, I think it's a dope shoe and you know, you should have uh, pre-ordered through 99 and paid 750 instead hey. of a thousand. <laughs> so, um, and I even saw another local cat trying to charge 900 dollars, which is absurd for a pre-order. <laughs> Shout out to him, uh, uh, whoever he might be. But uh, yeah, I want to get into fashion since we spoke about you know having uh, other artists wearing them and uh, the hype and history with yeah, that. Sure. How do you think it's changed since like back in the day? I feel like what made you have a good outfit was how you put certain outfits together without breaking the bank versus mm-hmm. like the other side, which is the hype side of just buying everything designer and putting it into an outfit. Yeah, I feel like, and like some people can do it and make it look good, but if you buy like a Supreme t-shirt, then, you know, a Supreme bag, and then some bait, like a bait fucking shark hood, like there's too much, you know what I mean? Like, So, so basically what you're trying to say is basically like an, a, a Kais outfit. <laughs> Shout out Kais. <laughs> um, but come on, unpot. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, it... You know, just basically buying all this hype shit and making it to outfit doesn't make it an outfit. It's how you put it together. Um, you don't even necessarily like have to match head to toe because yeah. I know like you can make yourself look. Sometimes good. I feel like that looks corny. Yeah, like you, you know, and it's a certain like you know time and shit like that where people you know always matched and everything. But um, I like you can match, but you can match to a certain degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just like every single thing like has to match. But um, no, I feel like I'm not a really a big fan of like the whole like oh I have this 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 and this and it's like. $2,500 but that's what makes the outfit look good it doesn't it's you know how everyone has a catered outfit I know a guy that literally like he's not into like what we're, we're into yeah uh, uh shout out Fletcher the bro shout out. uh but he uh he literally just wears flannels but like it's his you know you know that's it's the aesthetic thing, yeah. you know like that's that's literally you know what he wears and everything like it's there if you know your outfit and how you can rock and everything like that then you you make your you know your outfit yeah. there's people that I know um, that literally through vintage or just in general, they make an outfit with something that I know people that can make like work pants, like, you know, vintage work pants, like into a fucking fire fit. Like, uh, you know, it just really depends. Like, and that's what I prefer, like as far as fashion, like with the, um, I, I don't prefer like the whole hype kind of outfit that you see through like Instagram and like yeah. everything. Like there's a, I can't remember what his, uh, unknown or whatever, the guy from like, you Unknown vlogs. Yeah. Like when he was like, Oh, how much did you spend for that? Or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just yeah like i'm not for me yeah i agree with that i feel like what really makes an outfit is is like or at least for me knowing that hey this guy looks like fly as heck yeah but he his outfit looks like he spent like over a thousand dollars on but in reality he got it all from the thrift that's what i really love is you know like people who don't try and break the bank they just try and look good while you know going to the thrift store i think that's truly something that it really makes an outfit and really makes you different, at least for me. Um, I do love seeing, you know, those hype outfits, of course. Um, shout out JC. He's always killing the game with yeah. that. Um, but then there's people like Kais. 
and I, like I, I love Kaisa's video. I, I was a big fan, but I feel like a lot of times it's I don't I, again I don't want to judge anybody, but a lot of the times he does get a lot of hate for that, and um, just like you know spending money on stuff and then trying to put it together and it doesn't look good. But I mean if that's what he likes, he likes. Shout out to Kais, come on the podcast. <laughs> um, I, I'm always gonna love and support um people like that. But uh, like you said, there is like another YouTuber, uh, unknown vlogs that I don't know. I, I don't know if it's and, and the sad thing is, I saw an episode with that um, that Kai did with Ari uh, uh, Patru, who's actually the same age as me, and he said that Unknown doesn't even like the videos that he makes, but yeah. he just makes them because he knows it's gonna get views. Yeah. And it's just I don't know. Like I said, it's the same thing that we just spoke about with shoes. If and, and like reselling, if you really love something, go for it. But if you don't like. I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to knock anybody's hustle, but it's just not the same thing if you really love something and you get into it versus you getting into something just because you know it's going to get you money and it's going to get you views and clout and whatever. I feel like if you really love something, you should get into it. But if you don't, I mean, it's I guess it's just up to you. Um, I do think that we're definitely in a different age of, of uh, people buying outfits just yeah. to flex and they'll return it the next day versus people who actually want to look good and fresh but they don't want to break the bank. You actually saw a lot of vintage and, mm-hmm. you know, secondhand items and a lot of the stuff I cop because mm-hmm. I actually fuck with it and I actually like it. I'm just wearing a t-shirt right now that, you know, I bought from you and I've always, I, at first, when I first started getting into the sneaker game, I always was like, I'm trying to wear like, you know, Gucci this, uh, Louis this, whatever. Although my, like, no flex, but my wallet's Louis Vuitton. Yay. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but um, it's just like, I don't know. I, I feel like I kind of grew up ever since I got into that and actually seeing shit. Sometimes uh, in order to look good, you don't have to break the wallet. Yeah. You can go thrift and you can find shoes at the thrift and, you know, you can make it, everything look, to, look good, good together. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I also, yeah, go ahead. No, I think I think really it's, um, I prefer, you know, the, basically you make your outfit, you know what I mean? Whether it is rocking like a Supreme t-shirt, but then rocking like, a, you know, something different on top, like you don't, you don't have to, you can make H&M look good. You can make Forever 21 look good. Like you don't have to break the bank, like yeah. on certain items from Forever 21. I don't like the graphic t-shirts. <laughs> That's a different story. But um, no, I think, I think really it's it's uh it's about you man like in you you guys can just make your outfits on however you want but uh make it yourself like if people see you in the outfit then it's gonna look so much better yeah um i also wanted to get um you said uh rue 21 and h&m how do you think brands affect history of a brand like how do you think brands affect their own history of a brand and the hype behind it i think that with you know kind of brands that would do that and everything um, I feel like, like for example, with Supreme, like their history is skate, but it's turned itself into like you know, kind of out of the realm of that. Like even though they just dropped a skate video and things like that, it's not. It, it, people don't think it's skate anymore. They they yeah. just think it's like this hyped brand that they release every Thursday during the year yeah. and everything, and then, like just try to copy. It. Like I feel like that can affect. Uh, you know, like people's uh, visions or, you know, outlook on like a company and it's nothing to the fault of the company. It's more on the consumer than anything. Yeah. I I think it's just definitely different. Um, like you said, um, I don't know. I I saw a lot of times, even with, I think I, I messaged Bowie from vintage X hype, shout out to the homie, um, about how H and M was bringing out, not H and M, but like Kappa, um, guest Tommy was bringing out a lot of older stuff. 
And I feel like that's just because they know the hype is there. And um, I think they can, but I, I feel like they can hurt their own company and they're yeah. not realizing it. Um, and I wanted to get more into that. Like, do you think these brands are starting to realize people like the history and the look of older garments that usually like sells well for people like mm-hmm. you that, like I said, that um, sell stuff like Tommy, uh, Gas and stuff like that. Yeah. And do you think like they jumped on that that uh, bandwagon and re-release reprints. Yeah, I uh, there's a thing you know with vintage and everything, especially now that like the nostalgia sales, but then also like people fuck with the because you know, it just the styles you know were um, a lot of the graphics and stuff were you know just dope back then and everything and um, your pack suns, your uh, urban outfitters and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily fuck with anymore. Like, I, I mean, I got homies who work at PAX on the shit, but like, oh, I don't, I don't fuck with it. Like, I, I only like really, I don't even shop there. I think the last time I went in there was maybe like six months ago and I work, you know, work my day jobs at the mall. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it's very interesting to, uh, see it now compared to, cause PAX used, used to be a skate shop or like a surf store. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it was different. It wasn't, uh, you know what it is now it's mainly hype now like if you go in there now they have like tommy and champion and starter and like all this like retro retro uh, looking yeah retro looking screen printed shit and like it's it's cool good for them they're making hella money probably doing it and everything but like i've for something that like for example like they have their starter jackets at like 120 why don't you just come and cop like not not shameless plug or nothing but like you know come cop like something not, i mean for me but just in general like a vintage starter generally people sell like 60 to 80 like why not have the actual piece instead of From getting the day. instead of getting the new stuff like granted there's people that are like oh i don't mess with like all this vintage or like stuff that's worn and, yeah shit, and all that yeah. shit but like you know, that's that's my be- I have like a big beef with like packs. Like, <laughs> like I they don't even know about it, yeah. but like you know, it's yeah. I just don't really mess with them that often. Talking about that, do you think that hyped has overlooked history in a lot of like companies now, like clothing companies? Yeah, because even if you know, even with Supreme, like they a lot of their releases, and I mean, people realize <laughs> you know, like Public Enemy, you know, like the Liquid Swords T, like uh, there's just a whole bunch of stuff like that they they use even fucking cat and hat t-shirt like people are just like oh this is a dope like hat t-shirt like they don't know that it's from a, a you know damn children's yeah. book by dr seuss like uh they'll put the history in there but like they, people just think it's like the hype with it yeah. you know what i mean like they don't really think about anything they're just like uh and that's what's that's what's hurting is like and i'm sure the companies like it because they're making money i, they're, I don't they're, they're i don't eating. think yeah. supreme vape or any of these like you know hype brands or anything really give a fuck about anything because they're making money like yeah. um you might have a couple people within the company that are like no we're not you know, yeah like they're trying to yeah, you know trying to bring the culture yeah. back and everything but um no i i really don't think they do i think they're just like cashing in yeah just cashing in i think i really think that's it but um yeah i think really with fashion looking into you know history um you guys need to really like yeah take a look whether not not even just vintage clothing like there's stuff that paves the way for you know a lot of things and um definitely take a look at your history before you you know look into the kind of the hype stuff and everything but yeah uh yeah. Uh, i want to change topics here in uh music so uh you know go ahead and uh you wanted to talk about the PSA okay. uh, Tyler yeah, creators. Th- yep, this is uh this is PSA from uh Phoenix just to let you guys know Tyler the creators Igor is amazing. It's a fucking <laughs> masterpiece. Um it just came out like what 2 3 days ago or yeah. something like that. I've been playing nonstop. Uh it's it's a vibe man like it's you know it's kind of like nerd mixed you know with you got Tyler going you got 
uh kanye even's on the track on one of them so for for the you know the kanye fans like he's on there so go on there i heard a lot track, of people didn't eight. like it yeah, because it's not, like, it's not, half of it's not even, like, anybody rapping or nothing like that. Like, you know what I mean? It's more, like, just the vibe. It's the sound yeah. and everything. Like, uh, but, I mean, Earthquake, you know, that's a really good song. The, the music video I just watched last night, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, you know, there, there's just really good songs on there. Puppet, uh, you know, Thank You. There's, they're just really good. And, like, I I mean, I'm, I'm a big Tyler fan, but, um, like, Flower Boy is one of my favorite albums probably the past, like, five years. But I think he can the thing i like that he switches up a lot and like he'll from each album to album has a different sound it's not the same shit and that's something i can respect and yeah like yeah just talking about you know respect do you think people overlook some of the greats in history whether like it's hip-hop or rock yeah just without a doubt bro i think really honestly there's a lot of things that people overlook and it's nothing that you know people will forget and everything but there's artists for example that use people's sounds and stuff like that like the week like no like the weekend you know what i mean like half of his shit and sound is michael like mm-hmm. everything that he does generally with a lot of his sounds and like his noise and what he does not with the beats and everything but like his actual singing and like sound and everything it's a lot michael-esque and everything and like there's there's you know there's both like there's new school and old school and everything like that but you got to see where you've you know came from and what you're using and everything like that like for example like even uh, sampled beats and stuff like people uh oh the drake nice for what like you know people are like damn that's a that's a fire song and everything like that uh let me you know but they don't know yeah. you know what the actual um you know the sample was from lauren hill's x factor like people don't people don't notice that they just think it's a new drake song but they don't see the sample in it you know what i mean like yeah. and even rock like even though weezer's a you know like a 90s band and shit like that but like they cover a lot of these 80s songs and stuff and like people were like you know people don't even know that like aha they did take on me by aha and like they probably didn't they're like oh you hear that new weezer song like you know what i mean like you gotta know some of the history and artists there's some artists that respect it but then you have artists like kodak black that yeah that don't even respect what it. what did kodak and say he just like for those who don't know yeah, he said something about tupac and biggie basically saying that their deaths like um made their careers bigger than what it was i think he said that the only reason they were yeah. considered as legends is yeah. because they they died yeah which, which said, i think is fucked yeah. up because they they were legends then and they're they're legends they would have been legends you know if, even if they were alive tupac would have gotten something my opinion like with tupac is like he would have gone into activism he would have gone into to um movies he would definitely been a talented actor and everything like that but you know to say that like you gotta love where you you wouldn't be able to be doing some weird shit on the breakfast club and stuff like to if it wasn't for you know different you know different artists that paved the way you know what i mean like there's just so many things that people don't get to see with history or appreciate the history like even further back than the 80s and 90s like there's so much great music that people don't either pay attention to that people use now and use the style now that was created even in the 70s and 60s from different artists like people people don't uh kind of notice that and uh i guess if there's a you know a major side with anything that um i'm sure you can tell from everything like i'm more the history than the hype like i i feel like history creates the hype Mm -hmm. like like there's something you know with it that uh is just so great and if you take a look back and see everything that you know started what you what is hype today like you know everything like started from somewhere it it, people you know got different vibes and everything whether it's fits whether it's anything from other people you know what i mean there's there's generally new people that put a twist on stuff but it was always from something else so take a look back at what you know the person that you like today and like music take a look at back and see where they got their sound from you know what i mean Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I, I completely agree about that. Um, just to wrap things up, uh, we want to thank everyone to listening to this uh, episode, uh, History versus Hype. Um, uh, we want to, you know, again, tell you guys uh, that we are available now on YouTube, uh, Full Drop TV, and also Instagram at Full Drop TV. Like I said, um, you can also find us at on Instagram at Full Drop Podcast, which is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, the Anchor app, which is a big one for us. And just, you know, all your major listening platforms. Uh, you can follow myself uh, online on Instagram. It's at 99Manny. That's my personal account. My business one is at 90 underscore N-I-N with the number 9 at the end. And where can they follow you, Phoenix? Yeah, you can follow me at R-A-V Phoenix. That's the personal. Uh, you can follow my shops page at Rise Again Vintage. Uh, you can shop for my vintage at riseagainvintage.com or come into Illus Around. We got vintage here uh, in West Des Moines, Iowa. Um, one other thing that I want to say before we go um, about Full Drop TV, we got two big videos coming out this week. Um, you know, you got the Dan Life video with Rich, um, and then, you know, I got part two of Tony's collection dropping this Thursday. So definitely really good videos. And, you know, uh, the podcast is coming out, you know, probably later today. But just there's so much great content we're trying to give you guys. And definitely if you guys you know like it share subscribe all that stuff um it lets us know that you guys are messing with it same thing on the podcast leave us you know five star reviews comment feedback we're always you know trying to comment and you know leave feedback to you guys too um we're doing polls and everything like that so definitely check us out and uh yeah i i think this is a really dope episode and uh had a lot of fun and we yeah we just want to thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next one peace peace